This week, we're reminding everybody the why. That's right. When it comes to the school campus as a campus coach, what's your why? Yep. Well, my why is the six student leaders, right? Yep. When you send students onto the campus, what's the student's why? Well, the why is the greatest legacy I could have from high school Mm -hmm. is the fact that certain students come to Christ. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Well, welcome everybody to the podcast. My name is Steve Cherico. We're so glad you're here. My name is Brad Skelling. I am also glad that you're here. Well, I said we, so that was a little bit inferred. True. Yeah, but I'm glad that you're glad. It's not your imaginary friend? No, no. Are you my imaginary friend? I might be, yes. <laughs> friend of me at the best. Friend of me. Yes. Love it, love it. Well, Brad, welcome back to the podcast. It's good to be here. It's good to be with all of our friends that are out there watching on Vidland and listening as they're driving down the road, trying not to wreck their car as they laugh at our ridiculousness. Right. Yeah. That's good. Thanks to David North, who always comments and says funny things about what we say. <laughs> thanks to thanks to Steven out in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Listening, listening along. Thanks to Debbie DeBoer, who only listens four times a year, but when she does, she has constructive criticism. Is that only when she's on the podcast? Exactly. <laughs> should we keep thanking people or keep going? I think we should keep going. All right. Very yep. good. Very good. Yep. So I'm only, uh, I'm only getting older. Oh, all right. Gosh, I didn't know it was that boring. My bad. <laughs> so Brad, you've got some announcements. Pretty exciting. Follow yes. up from last week. Talk about it. Follow up from last week. Uh, we are live with the leadership scholarship link. The application is live online. If you go to firstparty.club, you can go to the bottom of the page, a couple ways to get there. Click on leadership initiatives and the scholarship link will be right there. Or you can go directly to it, firstparty.club slash scholarship, uh, and you can jump right in there. The only reason I shared the leadership initiative route is because there's a few other options there as well to encourage students in their leadership journey training them on their story, training them on the gospel, just some things you can take back to your local church and equip more students, not just the student leaders of the club, um, but you can encourage more students to become leaders and ultimately maybe be ready for that scholarship in a few years. So, Brad, it's my assumption that those applications that you get in, if they are connected to a particular charter or district, that you're Mm -hmm. going to make those leaders aware yes of who is applying for the scholarship correct we will uh you're talking about uh directors and coordinators mm-hmm. yeah we will pass that information back along to our leadership within the network uh but yeah we have until april 15 not only are your taxes due but the leadership scholarship is due so if you owe 500 bucks you could get 500 bucks it's actually not on, on the, the 15th day. this year it's on a little bit later date I is think. it really mm-hmm. i don't keep up with that yeah it's because you have an accountant. You're big time. <laughs> I do have an accountant. <laughs> and my wife likes forms. So, so I, I let she's do done February first is what you're saying. Yep. I sit, <laughs> I sit, answer questions for an hour and I'm done. I love it. Uh-huh. That's great. It's <laughs> great. Yep. Well, so let's jump into story. Okay. Uh so the story this week actually comes out of our local chapter. Try okay. not to do that very often, but yep. I'm around FP National. You are a, a little lot. biased, but that's okay. I am. Uh, if anybody wants their story told, they just they have they all have my number. Just mm-hmm. tell them to call, right, mm-hmm. or to text. We can have them email. live on the podcast. Even that would be awesome. We haven't done that in a little while. So we have a new intern out of Lipscomb University, mm-hmm. and Lexi is working on a project that we worked on in 2019 called mm-hmm. Your Story Matters. Mm-hmm. She's going to bring that back, and she's going to go around to our different campuses with our coordinators and our campus coaches 
And she is going to ignite the Your Story Matters brand. I like it. And really get students to take in 60 or 90 seconds, Mm -hmm. take their story Mm -hmm. and put it down of what Jesus has done in their lives. And Jesus' story matters because it's inside of their story. Yep. So pretty excited about Your Story Matters and want to invite those that are on the socials to keep their eyes open because the first of those is launching in the next couple of weeks. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, And just... So I don't know if you knew this or not, but there is some training on the Your Story Matters concept on the Leadership Initiatives page. Really? I didn't do that on purpose, but that's awesome. <laughs> so as I talk about that, if you click on story training, because it is your story, you're learning how to share your story. Yep. That talks about sharing your faith story. It talks about the My Share Pal and learning how to use that. And then it talks about the, the Your Story Matters. So if you want to take the Your Story Matters concept that Steve just talked about, to your local area that is right there on the leadership initiatives page. Yeah, exactly. Right. We don't own it. We're just using it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. great. There's already people on YouTube and other places that have gotten a lot of that for a lot of different reasons other than Jesus, which exactly. is just fine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cool, well, cool. Well, Brad, we're here this week uh, following up. Yep. I don't know if that's the right term, but going to the next place yes. in the conversation. Okay. Last week, for those of you who listened, we did a pretty thorough view of the baseline, which is the club, Yep. right? How do you start it? How do you run it? Mm -hmm. How do you follow through on it? Mm -hmm. I love that you changed the follow up to follow through. I wrote that down in my notes. Nice. Right. How do you follow through on that? And how do you then do it again? Yeah. Right. Okay. And so this week, I want to talk a little bit about the fact that, and I'm going to set you up, that in all reality, even though we're a club model, if the meeting Mm -hmm. is the point then the meeting doesn't matter. Correct. And I'm going to throw you a softball and let you jump in on that. Uh Uh-oh. Because, I mean, the kids have got to meet, Mm -hmm. right? So what do I mean when I say the meeting doesn't matter? Yep. Uh, Well, you mean that that's not the point. It's the tool. Hmm. From beginning to top end of first priority all the way down to what you just said, uh, first priority is a tool for the local church. We talk about that on a big picture level. We're not a parachurch ministry. We are a local church strategy. We are not parachurch, we're pro-church. We, we have a lot of those things, but in reality, I mean, we are alongside the church because we are our own 501c3. We do have staff that is out there, you know, beating this drum. We, waking we do, up every day, waking up every day thinking priority. about this, yep. uh, but we are waking up every day thinking about how can we help the church take the hope of Christ to every student, Good. right? Good. And so there is, from the top to the bottom, what you just said, we are a meeting, we are another thing for people to do. But like I uh, was told very early on, because I asked um, when I went out to fundraise, why do we talk so much about the crisis in our society? It's because people don't need another thing to do. If you come to them and say, hey, we need to start a first priority club, uh, they might not want to start a first priority club because they they didn't wake up today thinking, man, I need more things to do. Yeah. They woke up today thinking, hey, man, I've got a laundry list of things that I need to get done, and I'm not sure how I'm going to get them done. It's good. But if you capture their heart and to say, hey, this nation, I just saw it on on a website for the fourth year in a row, suicide is the number one um, killer in the world, not just America, in the world, Mm -hmm. Um, multiple times more than any disease, which obviously is a reference to COVID and all that kind of stuff and whatever, right? Uh, Not going to get into that insane conversation, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, we are in a crisis as a society, as a world, it's not just this generation, it's, it's all of us. And so if we capture our heart to say, Hey, 
we need to not just know that we are here. We need to know why we are here. Why are we on this planet? What is the purpose of our life? Well, it's, there's a creator who created us and has a plan and a purpose to make the world a better place. Um, yeah. I, lo I love that you say that. So in my study time this morning mm -hmm. with the Lord yeah. in Proverbs 4, I wrote down, above all else, guard your heart for mm -hmm. everything else flows from it. Yeah. Above all else, mm -hmm. guard your heart. Yep. For everything flows from it. And I don't know that you've seen this research. This is a little bit of a rabbit trail, mm -hmm. but I'm learning yep. that in the last few years, they have found that inside the heart, you have about 40,000 cells that match your brain cells. Huh. They're uh, neuro cells mm -hmm. and those neuro, neuro cells, mm -hmm. those neuro cells actually are what allows the heart to do its own thing, even if the brain stops working. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And so when you talk about flowing from the heart, a lot of times people can't make that their connection, right? Yep. They We've done a lot of evangelical, evangelical things to say, this is how you get from the head to the heart, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, the reality yeah. is the heart doesn't need the head. Hmm. The heart is its own space where God created wow. it to function on its own, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And so if we start to deal with, oh gosh, we're going to grab the heart yep. and that the heart of the meeting is about people hmm. and about people coming to Christ. And if we're just meeting for the sake of the meeting, then you're going to find that very quickly the club is going to go away. Yes. Because you're not grasping people's hearts. Yep. You're grasping a meeting time. Yep. And frankly, I got enough meetings. And so <laughs> exactly. do students. Correct. Is there a busier group of students, a busier generation of students than the ones that we currently have? And I would suggest that the answer is no. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. um, but busyness doesn't create change lives. Mm -hmm. Busyness is not transformation. Correct. Transformation is because the heart has been changed. Yep. And so I, I love the idea that we can say, hey, the meeting, the meeting actually doesn't matter. Yep. Unless the gospel and grasping the heart of students and changing, transforming the heart of students. Correct. But if you're just meeting for the sake of saying, hey, it's e-week, mm -hmm. then you may be missing the point of e-week. Yeah. That's true. Well, and it, and it comes back down to I mean, the heart, you talk about the heart, the heart of God, right? And we want to be in alignment with the heart of God. Um, but we're not really in a moment of revival where the Holy Spirit is just sweeping the nation and people are coming to know him by the thousands, right? It's yeah. it's a grind right now. And we find ourselves in that moment where um, I talk about that you have revival and you don't need a system. You don't need the structure. You don't need the rhythm of first priority. Yeah. When God calls a student to reach their school, they don't need to use first party to do that, yeah, right? Again, good. it's a tool to good. do that. But when we have this moment that we're in and we're not there, but we have that desire, first priority again is that tool to say, okay, let's start meeting. Let's start talking about this. Let's equip, let's prepare, and then let's invite. And we talk about often in training students, that first invite week, they're still learning. They're still building. Even that first month is probably a pseudo training. You may have had that training moment where you're 45 minutes in, you know, a youth room somewhere at a church and you all get the students together and we talk about it, but we still haven't done it, right? So let's go do this. Let's walk through it. Let's share the gospel, even if it's just the 10 of us. And let's become comfortable with that. It's a safe place for us then to invite people in. And so that second month, we can invite somebody, even again, if they're a believer, and they go to church all the time, doesn't mean that they've heard the gospel yeah. 
or responded to the gospel. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I grew up in the church, but it wasn't until fourth grade that that became a revolution, revelationary thing to me. And I felt the peace of Christ for the first time. For some people, it's 14, it's 16, it's 18. It could be that first party club. So don't rule out what is going to happen in a first party club when the gospel is shared, no matter who's in the room. And so by that second meeting, you do see that life change because that is what it's, it's not about a meeting. It's about life change. Yep. There you go. Right. And it changes, not just, I, I've been focusing in on the, the new believer, right? The person who doesn't believe and now it does, but it's also a life change for the student leader. Like we've been going to church all of our lives or maybe just for a few months or whatever, but I'm now a leader in this club and they've given me this role and the words of Jesus. I've sat in a pew a lot or a church chair or an auditorium or whatever you want to say, but the words of Jesus have never come out of my mouth before. And this is a new experience for me. And my life is changing because the words of Jesus are coming out of my mouth. And now I need to wrestle with that because when those words come out of your mouth, it changes you. Right. And so the life change is happening both. And it's happening for the student leader and for the, the new believer. And that's, that's, I mean, that's really what we're all about. It's not about the meeting. The meeting is just the excuse to make those two things happen. And if you followed Christ more than two weeks, then you've heard this text, but it's worth saying. Hebrews 10, 24. And let us consider how we may spur one another towards love and good deeds. Yep. Not giving up meeting together. Yep. As some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more to see the day and the day is capitalized mm-hmm. the day where we will be with our savior yep. approaching. That's right. So the meeting is not about being there on a weekly basis and checking a box. Mm-hmm. The meeting, the meeting is about having our eyes focused on a heavenly mind yep. and being a heavenly human being and understanding that this is a blink yep. and helping students see that the transformed heart is a heart that it now understands, Oh, I am viewing the world completely different. Yep. That's right. Because I am longing for the day that I will be in eternity with my Savior, with all those who made that same decision and accepted mm-hmm. that. You, you, you can see yep. the snowball, right? Yep. And now the meeting is, gosh, the meeting's important because I get to be with the people of God. Mm-hmm. And we get to have that common view. Yep. And again, if you've been in church, you've heard that uh, umpteen million times. But the idea that we may stir, spur one another on... Yep. To come the next time, to go to the next thing, because yep. it all points towards eternity. That's right. Is huge. Yep. I agree. And again, that spurring one another on is different than showing up to a meeting. Uh, and I think that's the point of this podcast is that we do focus on the meeting because even though we don't need another thing to do, all of a sudden I'm a club coach and I've got another thing to do. Yep. And so let's check the box. I can get it off my task list. And we did that over lunch. And now one o'clock, okay, I'm on to the next thing. And I can yep. check more things off the box. Yep. But we're there to spur one another on to love and good deeds. And so make sure that kind of stuff happens, right? You talk about the day down the road when Jesus comes back or we go to him, whichever happens first, yep. right? Yep. But it's your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven. So by inviting somebody into first priority and them responding to that gospel, whether for the first time or the 20th time, um, you're bringing the kingdom of God to earth, to that classroom, to your school, and it will never be the same again because of that. Well, and so let's land this because I think I have a way to. Okay. Last week, we talked a lot about the what, and you need the what. Yes. This week, we're reminding everybody the why. That's right. 
when it comes to the school campus as a campus coach? What's your why? Yep. Well, my why is the six student leaders, right? Yep. When you send students onto the campus, what's the students' why? Well, the why is the greatest legacy I could have from high school mm -hmm. is the fact that certain students come to Christ. The, the greatest story that comes out of my high school career, mm -hmm. this isn't fair, but it's my story, mm -hmm. is three years after high school, Thad approaches me and says, hey, you shared the gospel with me and you may not have ever known it. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you about that because yep. on the basketball court, you were still the same person as you were inside the club, inside the church model that you went to. And mm -hmm. I didn't even know it. I was just being coached really well mm. by adult leaders who cared yep. about my why. Yep. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So as, as we land the plane today and whatever your role is inside first priority or inside a campus, the encouragement really is last week was about what, but this week is about why. Yep. And if you have a moment, whether you're driving, need to pull over, or whether you're sitting somewhere and, and taking notes in this, yep. I would encourage you to write your why down. Yep. What is your what is your why that you got it this morning and decided that FP is part of what you do? Yep. That campus missionaries are part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and for me, it it's uh the two students that I go back to, the the student indicator Alabama, mm -hmm. eighth grade. I was at a club, uh, brought some people in for training, and we went and attended a club and I mean, this kid got up and shared his story. I mean, through he had to work through it all, you know, from horsing around and whatever to 20 minutes later talking about being in foster care and going with his grandpa mm -hmm. and his grandpa dying and just how Jesus has really been the foundation of his life, even though he's messing around with his buddies at the beginning of the meeting. Uh, they're all weeping and in prayer by the end. And we're in this library in the school. And yeah, uh, there's the... There's no walls to the library, so the student body is just walking past, and there's this group of eighth grade boys weeping together, arm in arm, uh, hmm. in a first priority club. And just what can happen on an average, everyday, ordinary morning um, when you give God that opportunity? That's good, Brad. I know it is. That's that's why I shared it. That's good. <laughs> so, did the plane land? It did. Thanks, everybody, for being a part. I, I would encourage you also, as you again, if you're taking some notes, if you're writing down your why, uh, please respond. Yeah. Please speak up. We do. We love We'd love to, to hear in the comments love to hear it. what mm -hmm. your why is. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people live with a mission statement, right? Yep. They have a one-liner. Yeah. Uh, our board president, Dan Masuk, has a, he can spit it out so quick. This is why he exists, mm -hmm. right? If you've got one of those, we'd love to see it on there. Yep. Um, if you got some comments, we've got some responses to what we said today, we'd love to see that as well. Love it. Well, thanks, Steve, for another great podcast, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Thank you, Brad. See you soon. Later.